In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. fingernails under it too short she said said no fingernails that's good that's good that's good good. welcome back to the conspiracy indoctrination program co-indoc pro episode 63 we're your hosts Jake. No, you messed up. Liquid dick. No. He's changing it up. Jake. Liquid dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the other Jake. You, you just take yours and slam it and you'll just be wasted. The oh, okay. <laughs> now I can drink, but I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll be picking you up off the floor. Leave Episode me up here in my 6336 backwards. Boom. I'm just saying. Think okay. about them apples. Do you like apples? Boom. I got a number. Number. Wicked smart. Speaking of which, we got our Bloomberg Harvard cup. Coffee mug. <laughs> I was going to say that it was our, uh, you know, uh, like something. It was our. Just a Christmas gift for no, a listener. Yeah, but it was like our new, you know, show cup, exclusive cup, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not. It's, it's not exclusive to us. It's not. It's exclusive to Hobbit. We're the wicked smarts. That's why we have it, because we're wicked smarts. Speaking of mm-hmm. which, <clears throat> Harvard's a college, right? So, or university. I think so. So, what is their... Uh, what? Ooh, welcome. <laughs> what is their uh, mascot? Some rich guy? I don't know. Yeah, the Monopoly Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that. It's like, what is their mascot? Definitely somebody monocle. The Wicked Smarts. 
you know, like the Boer Lions. Yeah. The Harvard Smarts. Harvard Wicked Smarts. Get in the car! <laughs> We're going to have to arrest you now! <laughs> uh, episode 63. We're back. I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. The unofficial official sponsor. Official unofficial sponsor, Liquid Death. As well as official unofficial sponsor, 1032 Apparel. And the non-sponsors of the show... Harvard. 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 Obviously. Best Buy. Fuck Best Buy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> and Carhartt. Carhartt. Yeah. I still don't like their thing. Gildan. Gildan, you're out. You uh, you gave Jake a holy shirt. And turns out Luke's daughter. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened to one of hers. Ah, yeah. interesting. Gildan? I wonder what you done for a Zelensky. I wonder if any of his different sweatshops are being yeah. are being uh, subject to such travesties and travails. What well, what other word would I be looking for? He just wears a new one every day. Yeah, he probably get thanks to the probably uh, taxpayers of the United States endorsed government. by said shirt company. Yep. But we would like to officially, unofficially, actually officially announce that Gildan is not a sponsor. <laughs> it is official, folks. Not a sponsor. But go ahead and buy one of their shirts if you want. Just don't believe us. <laughs> Try it out. Try it out. If you get a hold in the armpit. Drop my line. This shit happens. Yeah. In the right armpit. Yeah, is that where yours was? I think mine was the right also. Hmm. Interesting. Are you guys, yeah, I know you're right-handed, but is your daughter right hand on so see something must be going on be. maybe you guys are a little too much flex <laughs> <laughs> that's what i do reminds me of that uh do you guys remember throw mama throw mama from the train danny devito mm-hmm. she's real old all you gotta do is be real jerky around you how are you doing mrs lift <laughs> 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 This is Cousin Patty. He's going to be staying with us for a while. You don't have a Cousin Patty. You lied to me. <laughs> what else was she on? Was she on House? Uh, she was in Goonies. Mm-hmm. She in Goonies? She wasn't on House then. House? What is House? The old horror movie. Remember we would watch it? I can't remember if she was in that or not. I think she won House wanna... 2. Maybe she wasn't in that. Yeah. I want to say that she won an Academy Award or was nominated for Academy Award for uh, supporting actress for um, that movie. Throw your mama from a train. Yeah. Throw your mama from a train. There's a murderer on the train. These things happen. Great movie. They just don't make them like that anymore. No Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Do we have any other uh, non-sponsors of the show that we need to uh, that we need to highlight? I don't know. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, anybody that doesn't give us money, you're out. So, listeners, you're out. You're all gone. You're all Let's fired. Go ahead and shut it off. Just you're talk. fired. We'll talk amongst ourselves. You're fired. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and just turn this cast off and talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> It'll be a great. It'll be a great episode. Trust, Trust me. Draws. Uh, so, 
What's been going on this week? Donald Trump has syphilis. Oh, of course. <laughs> He's a bad man. Have you seen that? The no. picture? He has no. red dots on his hand. Oh. So that means somebody syph- said some kind of syphilis or something because mm-hmm. he's waving to the camera. Yeah, red hand syphilitis. I I thought well it's probably hair dye on his hand. It's orange. It, yeah, I don't know. It's red looking, but mm. some kind of syphilis. Mm. You yeah. got to compare him to Hitler, so yeah. Well, he did win the uh, <clears throat> Iowa caucuses, so look out, folks. Twenty twenty four, DJT. Excuse me. Ain't gonna happen. No. Not gonna happen. Maga. Maga gonna happen. Maga. (laughs) Maga gonna be here anymore anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Maga not gonna be here. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to see who gets the old nomination. I have a feeling that this whole thing is just one giant play to split the Republican vote, to fracture that thing into two pieces independent j dj djt votes for trump because he's gonna run as an independent because he won't get the nomination Mm -hmm. and then the rest of them will go to the republican vote and boom ipso facto you got no president that's conservative you're gonna have the same president it will be biden again (laughs) How much money would you guys like to wager right now? January 18th, 2024. How much money are you going to put on the table saying that Biden is going to be the president in November? None. I'll put 20 bucks down right now that he will be. You want to take them odds, Luke? Liquid Gambling dick? man. I don't have 20 bucks on me, but I will make I, sure I that swear I I'll bring them. I swear I'll pay you. <laughs> $20 worth of Taco Bell. <laughs> It'll be a good deal. Clean your bowels out for a couple of days. I think, um, I don't know with the way everything's going on right now, I don't know if there, if there will be an election. Ooh. Luke going, big Luke, brain on Luke going disease X on us. I watched <laughs> Timcast all week. I'm freaked out. It's going to be a zombie apocalypse. Right. I mean, that... 100% on human advice. With the the Iranians attacking and Mm. all that shit. I saw uh, that. Where the the Houthi? 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 Yeah. Where did they... I thought that they were attacking in, like, Africa. Or was it the ships off the coast of Africa? I think it was the ships. ships. And there was, like, two uh, seals that went missing. and Mm. Dude. That's a crazy deal, man. On a VBSS, went down. One fell, and then the other one jumped in after the dude. Mm-hmm. They must not have had flotation, dude, because you would think that if they had flotation and they they were conscious to be able to pop their flotation, that they, you know, being in that vicinity of the two ships, unless the two ships came together and crushed them, mm-hmm. you would think that they would have been found. Yeah, but I don't know, man. That is a weird deal. And then, uh, I don't know, it just seems like more shit is ramping up with, uh, like, the Ukraine with, uh, was it um, Sweden gearing up for, or, like, getting ready to 
go to war too. Germany, Germany, Germany was saying that they already have a plan in place for, for Russia starting World War Three. Say that again. That was just in the news like yesterday and okay. today that they, they're, they have, I don't know if they have knowledge or whatever, but they're basically prepping, prepping that Russia is going to start World War Three. Okay. And so they're, they have a plan, a reaction, basically. Uh, yeah. I, okay. Germany does. Yeah. Germany. Yeah. Germany. 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 <laughs> and their plan is to become allies with Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't allies, remember? They got invaded. They were for a little bit. <laughs> Just for Whatever, a dude. History sucks. <laughs> Just a minute. Yeah, well, so go on. I mean, or do you have more, more I, I just depression? There could be more depression you the, need to drop on us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kill myself now. <laughs> Thanks, I Luke. think oh, either like the disease X everybody's talking about, whether it's that disease X new co- coronavirus, the straight edgers. <laughs> that, yeah, I am it's just straight edge Chinese edge. dudes in a lab. <laughs> Disease X, let's call it that. X up, dog. X up. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably a combination of that, and then it's probably something made. will kick off like World War Three, and then there's plenty brewing out there to do yeah. it. Yeah, and then Biden will go full on Zelensky and cancel the election, and yeah, if he remembers. Yeah, my son Bo. The Biden robot the election will do once. it. Yep. The uh, Biden robot. Yeah. Uh, I, face I'll be honest. I I don't like to admit when I'm wrong, but I'll admit that I was wrong. I thought for sure, for sure, 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 for sure, sure, sure. The microphone <laughs> brand, trusted. This episode brought to you by Sure and Polson, <laughs> because those are the mics we're using. And uh, and AT. Audio Technica? Yeah. yeah, I can't read it. Amazon something, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's a legit one, but... Uh, but anyway, I thought for sure that he was going to be elected and then be ousted within like four months to eight months because of his brain co- cognition levels. And I was wrong. That guy is running a full-term dog. Mm-hmm got to give he's, it to him. He's going to get four more. He's going to get it. He did four. He did almost four years, dog. Almost. Almost. I mean, we're close. We got ten months left. And then for the next election, it'll be the clone of him. The yeah. younger clone with the younger genes injected. Injected right in his buttocks. Yeah. I wonder what he would... I wonder what he would look like if all of a sudden they just, like, juiced him up with HGH. <laughs> oh, yeah! He just, like, fills out all this loose skin. <laughs> Whoa! Look at him, man! <laughs> I, like, dude, every time that I see him, I just think of Beetlejuice. <laughs> let's, come on, let's not give Beetlejuice a bad name. Here. I'm just saying, that just reminds me. I mean, he's, he's old, dude. He's yes. almost 90. He's got that hair that 
Yeah. Crip Keeper hair that then they like cut it straight in the back. And, Bro, I'm telling you right now, if you, if your hair has receded that far, just shave it, dude. Like having yeah. hair on the sides of your head doesn't do nothing. Nah, just get rid of her. It just makes you look worse. Yeah. Bozo or the clown. Go all in and do the uh, comb over. <laughs> yeah, from a uh, uh, kingpin. Yeah. yeah. Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Old Ernie. (laughs) Bill Murray. What was the... Hey. Not you. Hey. (laughs) When he's in the little diner. Oh, yeah. Talking to the chicks. (laughs) I like when he takes a dump in the freaking urinal. You don't have to teach me everything. (laughs) Pans out. He's like, take a crap. Which I've wanted to do sometimes. There's been some establishments I worked for that I wanted to do that. Namely, picture galleries. PGs. PGs, dog. We not were, a sponsor. Yeah, not a sponsor of the show. Dude, me and, uh, me. do you remember Justin? Mm-hmm. We uh-huh. worked on that bench together. Yeah. Bro, we would sit there and we would talk about how we were going to quit that place. Like that's that's that was a conversation for like an hour. We'd just be like, "Dude, when I quit, I'm gonna like this was the one that I was gonna do." I was like, I hated Lance so bad, and he was the owner. He was the biggest dickhead ever, ever. Wasn't he a Mormon? Yeah, yeah. Like it's a Mormon company. Yeah, it was a Mormon company. Yeah. Not speaking for all Mormons, because I know a lot. There was a lot of Mormons that worked there that were good people, but dude, this guy was a dick. And so we were talking about how, you know, we were just going to Cleveland steam the heister and just walk off. And then I was like, I told Justin, I was like, dude, I got one better than that. I'm going to take a dump in a box and then I'm going to mail it to Lance and I'm going to say with a note that says from one asshole to another. Uh, Is it too late? I never to did do it. That, I was or? worried about DNA. <laughs> DNA testing. <laughs> They're going to DNA test that and then they're going to come find me and then arrest me for. So you just pooping. did the normal, put your two weeks in and. Yeah, I just quit. I was like, I'm out of this place. This place sucks anyway. This place is a shithole. <laughs> <Shit, boy. laughs> yeah. Um, dude, it was actually a fun place to work. Like, we had a, we had a lot of fun, but. It was uh when you're in your early twenties. Yeah, no health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about this no four oh one K. Who no, needs it? No anything, man. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. Like I did I tell you guys about how I got my brother a job there? I remember your brother worked there. Yeah. Yeah. So like he got a job at McDonald's and I felt so bad for him. I was like, bro, I can't have my brother working at McDonald's. And I'd j I'd just started at this place. And so I was like, dude, they they hire all the time, you know? And so I don't know what made me think this, but I was like, dude, why don't you just ride to work with me and hang out inside the car and I'll see if I can find the boss and maybe you can talk to him. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets in my car and rides to work. I park it out back and just leave him in my car. <laughs> I go to work. I'm in there for like four hours. He's just sitting out in my car by himself. <laughs> Bring your brother to work day. <laughs> just sit in the yeah, car. Just wait. sit in the car. So then I, I like see the manager Justin walk around. I'm like, hey Justin. He's like, hey, what's up, dude? I was like, hey, are you guys hiring at all? And he's like, 
He's like, yeah, if you know somebody, just tell them to come in and uh, fill out an application and tell them to ask for Surprise. me. Surprise! <laughs> and I was like, cool, dude. Um, my brother's in the car. He, he wants to work here. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's he's in the car. He could probably come in and fill out an application right now. And he's like, okay, sounds <laughs> sounds good, man. Yeah, just send him up front. So I like walk out, I wave him in, walk him through the dude, back. Dude, yeah, go up front. <laughs> go go up front and fill out an app. There, they said that they might hire you. And then this is no shit, dude. About 25 minutes later, I see him walking out, and he's got new safety glasses on, <laughs> a pair of yellow work gloves. <laughs> time card in his hand he's like dude got a job i'm in <laughs> bring your brother to work day <laughs> just things i wouldn't think about now that i'm 42 <laughs> that just wouldn't cross dude, my dude, mind just wait dude, car. just sit in the car it's cool <laughs> maybe you can get an interview because that's how i got the job there was i got the i found a thing in the uh newspaper Literally, in the newspaper. Like, this is back... For all you millennials out there, if you're even listening to this, but, like, there used to be a thing called a newspaper, and they'd print it, and then in the back of it, it had <laughs> jobs. And you'd yes. go look through it, and you'd take a highlighter or a pen, and you'd circle ones, and there'd be phone numbers or an address, and then you would drive down there and fill out an application. It's so insane. I did that. This was the summer after I was unemployed with you guys these fine gents right here. fine gentlemen these fine unemployeds <laughs> <laughs> and uh i drove over there i was wearing board shorts and a white t-shirt had the long hair oh yeah yeah you had your long hair and i was like can i get an application and she's like yeah do you want to fill it out and give it to the manager and i was like okay cool and then she's like here wait right here i'll go get him and i'm like what right right now because <laughs> my parents you know, raised me to like, you show up in a suit. Yeah. And you, you know, basically I put a bow tie on, look like you're yeah. you know, working at a five star restaurant, you're a server, like, slick your hair back, clean your ears, <laughs> <laughs> shine your shoes. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I was like, no, man, I can't see this dude right now. And she's like, oh, yeah. And it, I was like, I'm not dressed to meet a manager. She's like, no, no, it's cool. And then he was like, looks at my application, he's like, do you want to do an interview right now? I was like, okay. <laughs> sure. He's like, uh, dude, you got a pulse. You want to start tomorrow? I was like, yeah, sounds good, man. Cool. What do you guys do here? <laughs> what is this? Is this place like the CIA? <laughs> How long were you there? I don't know, like three years maybe. And then I went to BMC. That's right. Damn. It was right across the street. Yeah. But... Yeah, it was cool, man. Andrew from the Knife Switch, he worked there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Justin, you would, I think you had just gone to Arizona. I think so. When I just started working I there. I think so, yeah. Um, But, dude, you guys remember when I was at your mom's house and I tried calling the, uh, was it the FBI? Yeah, my mom still talks about that. And I was like, can I, <laughs> can I get a job? <laughs> I looked him up in the yellow pages. <laughs> My mom was literally talking about that at Luke's Christmas party. I don't even remember. What did I do? I know I called somebody. She was just saying, like, yeah, he would call and ask for a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that all worked out. <laughs> I, didn't go well, to, I didn't go to J6 and go to prison. <laughs> yeah, uh, Definitely okay. not. Best buddies with Ray Epps, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
guys see the game the other day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember talking to him on the phone, and then I was like, something about, I asked him if it was if I could work for the CIA, and they were like, what? And I was like, never mind, I hung on the phone. That's probably why they were clicking on the phones when we were talking. Dude. And the whole uh, black SUV following you. Yeah. You talking about the one at the house? mm -hmm. Yeah. Way to go. That was probably, they probably came to your house first. Probably. Probably walked in, looked around. Nope, that's not him. Let's go. Mm Mm-hmm. This guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> he has to get a ride over here. And they don't even live one. They don't even live one mile apart. <laughs> we never did do the walk back and forth. That wasn't too bad. I what rode the bike every now and then. Did you? Yeah, I rode mountain bike every now and then. But most of the time, it was just Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, Luke, Luke, come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Only take the back roads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took like 20 minutes longer just from taking the back roads. Just to cross orchard to get yeah to get over. Like, okay, now we got to wait. Uh, I remember that one time we almost plowed into those golfers that were walking across. Yeah. Oh. Freaking richers, cash truckers. The hill crust. Yep. Yeah. They're just like driving just walk, down. Yeah. Did they have the electronic golf bags? Yeah. With the remote control ones. Yeah, and they were just walking with those bags like robot behind them. We're like, woo! Yeah. Yeah. I remember the Zer didn't have such great brakes, but that day. Or wipers. Yeah, no wipers. No tape deck. That was me in the back seat with the changing the tape. In the seat. You put up. It's like the whole seat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember how tall that thing was, bro. Like just getting. Remember that time you changed the U-joint on my Fiat? Mm-hmm. Because I was like driving down the hill, bit. My dad was like, "You need to get that fixed, or your wheel's gonna come off." So I, I only know one mechanic, <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. He'll work or fix other people's shit, but won't fix his own. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just pull the drive line out of the blazer and drive around with it in four-wheel drive. There, Yeah, there was one time me and Steamroller were waiting for Luke to come home from work so we could all go Christmas shopping, like three of us. Like, where the fuck is Luke? And so... Pre-cell phone days. Pre-cell oh, yeah, phone yeah. days. I had that. I remember those and days. And we... Jumped in the Jeep, went looking for Luke. We went down Overland. We got to Overland and Orchard right by, or Overland and Curtis. And Luke where is at Erotic City. Right where that <laughs> yep. where that freaking car lot is. Yeah. The Zer was up on the <laughs> sidewalk. Luke's under it. And Steve, like, flips, the, flips it through the traffic and get up there. <laughs> Luke's all pissed off and... Steve's like, you need help? Like, no. <laughs> Steve, all right. So me and him just went Christmas shopping. <laughs> dude, I see I see these kids driving around now in like nice cars, dude. Yeah. Like kids that are like, you know, in their teens still. And they're driving nice cars. And I'm like, bro, you have no clue. Uh. No clue, dude. Like Sterling with his old truck that you could start with a penny. Yeah. Bro, oh my gosh. 
Yeah, the Buick didn't even need a key. <laughs> it just turned the ignition. Yeah, it's like a Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And the Zur, and then before that, the Nissan. Nissan. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't get a good car until you got that S10. Yeah. And then once you got that S10, that was the band days. Load yeah, up the S10. That was a reliable motherfucker. Yeah, and then perfect you... size for the all four of the Marshall cabs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and fit the heads on each side of it, and and then you could drive. Jake could jump in the front seat, and I jump in the bitch seat. Yep, sitting sideways. Yep, hell yeah. I did my time in that bitch seat. Yeah. And then I got the Tacoma. Yeah, I had the bitch seats. Yep. Yep, and then I was still driving the uh, neon. No, that was before that when I was driving the Fiat. Oh, yeah, once you got the Tacoma, yeah. I was driving my Neon. I think it was rad. The peeling paint. Yep. On every Neon. <laughs> every <laughs> oh, neon literally every single Neon out there. They don't even make those things anymore. Do you remember? Do you, you guys remember when I bought that 77 four-door Nova? No, I do not. I was working at... Uh, the pub when that happened I bought it from some kid named Adam that worked at the at the pub with me <clears throat> anyway so he sells me the 77 Chevy Nova four door and for 700 bucks probably because I only drove it for two weeks because the transmission went out that, nope. that quick <laughs> but I was driving it was when I was living down off of Apple with mm-hmm. Jeff and, mm-hmm. and uh, that other dude Eric and so I'm like <clears throat> driving down the freeway and I hit some, like, just like a bump in the, you know, like a hole in the road, like a pothole. The boom! And I saw the freaking uh, uh, hubcap just, like, flies off. And I guess it got so much speed, it, like, went straight ahead. It was like a, like a wheel going... And I was going, like, 60, dude. It's like... And it was, like, going ahead of me. And I was like... Dude, there goes my hubcap, and then it, it crossed over the median. It was like a dip, and it goes, vroom, and it like <laughs> launched up like fifteen feet in the air, flew over top of this other truck, and the truck. I just remember seeing the guy who goes, <laughs> "What the hell?" And I was like, "There goes my hubcap. Should I stop and get it?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> no way. That's pure death. Why would I do that? I'll just get one from a." salvage yeah, yard i'll go to a junkyard that was like the first day i was driving i bought it from him at the pub and i just signed the title or the title in the um bill of sale and i was driving it home how long did you have it for two weeks <laughs> literally two weeks how long did you, how much did you sell it for i didn't sell it i gave it to the uh fire department for <laughs> crushing <laughs> or whatever yeah because ben was doing uh oh, yeah, fire yeah. stuff okay yeah yeah dude uh-huh. 700 bucks out that's what it was like kids when we were kids in the late 90s man you didn't have you didn't have nothing didn't have cell phones didn't have fancy cars you had to untangle the damn phone line just didn't to have like tape decks in the car Bro, now we got Bluetooth. It's crazy. Yeah, we're old. We're officially old. When I <clears throat> sold the Nissan, year old. Um, I was <clears throat> working at Saturn. Sold it to some kid, and then 
uh, I went down to the uh, junkyard in Garden City. It was probably two or three weeks later. Close <laughs> fucking front end. That thing was smashed. <laughs> I, I sold Got it. Got him. <laughs> I, I bought it for like a thousand bucks and sold it for 1500 And the kid got couple weeks out <laughs> wheeling and dealing <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> then he just wiped it out <laughs> yeah it was uh, that's awesome it was smash. dude my my youngest brother he freaking nailed a in his he had a buick la saber and uh it was like starting to snow my mom was like you need to slow down you drive way too fast and he came whipping around the corner you know from rand onto curtis or onto grunders mm-hmm. Slid right into the side of a trailer that was in there. Boom! <laughs> Big old dent right in the side of it. Ding! Teed off that thing. And then just drove him. <laughs> Hit and run, dog. <laughs> him and I got stuck at the top of Table Rock one time in that thing. We drove it up there to go rock climbing. We were uh, climbing the dog wall. Dog, I think it's called the dog wall. It's the one that like kind of like overlooks the city underneath the, the cross mm-hmm. up there. The table rock and uh i'm belaying him and i look out and i'm like dude that is a black cloud that's moving like there was a storm coming in fast and i'm like hey storm's coming in we probably gotta you know finish this off he's like all right yeah yeah and he's like still climbing and i'm like dude that thing's moving bro i'm like we need a pronto get off of this mountain because it's looking like some serious weather coming it's like lightning and blackness and so finally i'm like i'm like hey dude get down right now so i drop him down and i decide to just leave my carabiners which dude you leave your your quick draws up there guaranteed some other climber's gonna climb up there and steal them shits so Mm -hmm. i was like well it is what it is i'll try to come back next week hopefully they're still here pull my rope through stuff it in the bag and i'm like dude let's go and so we're like hoof it up the side of this thing we get up and we're on the top of table rock now this big flat thing and so for people that don't know table rock's like the it's like a big plateau that looks out over the city of boise and uh it's pretty elevation wise i don't i mean it's it's high elevation but it's not i mean it's it's not crazy it's not crazy but it's nice and flat so perfect for like getting struck by lightning <laughs> and so we're like running across the top of the table rock to get back to his car and it's starting to rain like really hard and like lightning and it's like boom! like dude i've never been that close to lightning before but it was like so loud and instantaneous the thunder was that it was like right there i don't even i mean it struck up there but it's like and i was like dude i like just like dove in the air and my brother like looks back as i'm like flying to the air boom land on my stomach in the mud and they were like run and we just started sprinting we're like basically doing like a low crawl and then sprint and low crawl sprint to get to his car and we get to the car turn it on start backing down to like leave the mountain the top of the the plateau and we get down and they close the gate it's like locked <laughs> so we're stuck on the top of table rock now we're like how do we get around this thing dude like because they have this like a metal gate that just like swings it and i'm like reading the sign and it's like you know the historical society closes this gate every day at five and i'm like or at sunset and i'm like dude it's not sunset yet yeah and i'm here. like it's 
after five, but it's not sunset, so it's a storm cloud. Yeah, so it's like call this number, and it, you have to pay money for them to come up and do it. So we call my sister. We're like, hey, can you come pick us up? <laughs> and we just left his car up there. <laughs> we'll come back tomorrow. It's, it's like, eh, hopefully it'll be there because I don't think it locked or anything like that. We'll probably have a vagrant living in it. What's that smell, man? Dirty Mike and the boys. Pulling a soup kitchen up in that thing. <laughs> man. Anyway, that was a long trail off going high and right. Mm-hmm. Memory lane. Memory yeah. lane, dog. But um, what started that all? Oh, Biden. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like what Luke said, that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, Disease X for everybody that missed it. Fill them in. Um, so this is awesome. Chinese, I can't remember what lab it was. Asian Americans, sorry, no, I'm just joking. It's well, actually Chinese. Chinese. The thing but, I said was Wuhan esque, yeah. So these guys made another COVID virus mm. with 100% mortality rate mm. on the mice they tested. The humanized on. mice, humanized mice, mm-hmm. and what was it like eight days? Mm-hmm. From infection to death and like the virus would when they did the necropsy or whatever on the the mice the the virus had like uh shrunk their brains shrunk their brains but was also like in high amounts in the brain and in the eyes like turned the eyes white and shit like it literally sounded exactly like a zombie apocalypse yeah. maybe everyone will turn into rob zombie Dig through the ditches. <laughs> yeah. That was a good show. Uh-huh. I was when I saw that I was like eh, well There goes there the is. election. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Shut it all down again. We're all screwed, dude. Yep. I just can't believe like why why are they messing around with that stuff, dude? Yeah. And then and then they also said that there's potential for it to leak out into the public like, well of course there yeah. would be it happened last time yeah you guys are fucking around with it so and yeah. every other you then you have to question every other fucking virus that is oh yeah Ebola, <laughs> every single one of them. aids yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah dude that's definitely a man-made thing that nobody got that from having sex with a monkey. Let's just be real people. Yeah, I'm sure there's um, pervs out there that I had did. sex with monkeys. <laughs> well. People like Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but not every man has sex with a monkey. Yeah. Okay. Really? And then, <laughs> not, not everybody has access to monkeys. <laughs> but when, do you guys remember when that guy got drunk and tried to steal one? No, the guy here. Yeah. He, no, he beat he it to, to death. I thought he tried to steal it. No, he jumped into the cage and beat the monkey to death and got charged for it. Okay, I Here. thought he tried to steal it and then he, and then he, beat he got it in a fight yeah. with it or something. Yeah, he was a drunk guy, he beat it to death. I wish he would have been a kangaroo and the kangaroo would have beaten you his fucking ass. <laughs> just leans back and just knocks that dude's head off. I love watching those kangaroo videos. Bro. These are fucking crazy. They got strong legs, like basically like me. Have you seen the ones with like the alligators that come clear out yeah. of the water just based on their tail? Mm-hmm. That shit's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we were in New Orleans, we did one of those gator tour things <clears throat> out on the swamp. They ride the flat bottom bow with the yeah. gigantic fan. <laughs> yeah. Did they 
Did you see those doing that shit? We didn't see those ones, but basically they take you out into uh, the bayou somewhere and give you AIDS. They give you AIDS. <laughs> they make you have sex with a monkey. If you fuck this alligator, <laughs> we'll take you back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> you heard the rules. Gets out this old VHS fucking recorder. <laughs> oh shit! We'll take it back. <laughs> you guys are messed up, man. <laughs> But no. My trip to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> no, so they did something similar. They took you out there, and then they you feed uh, <clears throat> baby or their smaller uh, alligators. You feed them freaking um, mini marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, you like flip them out in the water. <laughs> they come from all over. I'm giving them sugar foot. <laughs> <laughs> Give them that biggest. <laughs> But yeah, then they pull out the record. <laughs> now get to work, boy. <laughs> you got them all worked up. <laughs> you got me worked up. <laughs> Where's and then it's like they do like on those roller coasters on the big drop, and they take the picture. <laughs> and you, get back and you can buy a picture of it for twenty bucks. <laughs> You better buy it. We're going to sell it. <laughs> yeah, you got to buy them all or else they put them on the internet. Yeah. Uh, but, Business uh, idea for anybody out there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but anyway, back to Disease X. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Yeah. Straight edge. Disease straight edge. There we go. Dude, the guys from uh, Octave Chanute are probably in on it. Yeah, Earth Crisis. Yeah, easy. <laughs> Remember that guy from Octave Chanute that used to always shake your hand, Viking like style. Viking style. You're like, thank you. <laughs> this is a thing we're doing now. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of bands, <clears throat> I listened to uh, Crow Path the other day. Oh yeah, Red, on, Red on Chrome. Yeah. Was that the album? Yep. That was a good album. I forgot I about those guys. Damn, I wonder what those dudes sounded like. Because I couldn't remember. It was pretty good. Yeah, pretty all right. They're on my iPod somewhere in my car. It's been dead for years. Probably, Probably never under sea. Huh? Probably under sea. Under sea. For Crow Path? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying like in the iPod. I'm, it'll probably never turn on again because it's been dead for so long. Just got to recharge it. So old. It's one of the classic ones, like the little circle. Oh, yeah. I still use mine every now and then. I just now that I got a phone, <clears throat> can do it all. Mm-hmm. The Bluetooth transfer, at least in mine, isn't doesn't always sound that good. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine does. Sounds amazing. Anyway, yeah. Disease X coming to you soon, Live. folks. Live. You're all gonna have white eyes and tiny brains. Soon. Yep. Excuse me, everybody so long, but us. Zika. Yep. So, question. Question. We lived through the pandemic. May it rest in peace. 2020. Okay. Let's say that this disease X does break through the lab and starts going viral around the world. And it's getting to the United States. What are you guys going to do? 
do I do? Nothing. I was just saying, it's got a 100%, <clears throat> from what they said, kill mortality rate, murder-death-kill rate. MDK. Are you wearing a mask when you go to the store? Are you going to the store? You're going to get vaxxed? You staying at home? What are you doing? I think at this point they'll just shut it all down anyway. They probably won't even let you go to the store if it's this this thing. It'll be everybody either pull up and get your shit or everything gets delivered and we're going to charge you more. Blah, blah, blah. I was thinking about that the other day after watching that video that you sent on that. I was like, man, what do you what do you do if something like that gets out? 100% mortality rate, dude. That's the one they should have started with. They shouldn't have started with <laughs> yeah. a cold. <laughs> that's how you that's how you uh, scare people into compliance. Whoa. Could have been one. That of was those. disease X. We're right there yeah. starting patient zero right here, mm-hmm. starting in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are turning white, boys. Dirty white boy. Yeah. Dirty whites of his eyes. Anyway, well, that was a long news hour. Not a news hour. You guys got anything else? Nah. I don't think so. <clears throat> well, here's the thing, folks. It is, in fact, January 18th. Is that the date? Today's the date. So we're exactly <clears throat> three days after Martin Luther King Jr. Day which is a national holiday, so we figured we should talk about Martin Luther King Jr. and the assassination of said Martin Luther King Jr. I'll tell you, dude, the speech that he gave on the, you know, I had a dream, obviously, probably top three speeches, right? Like, of all time history. Next to... Al Baghdadi died like a dog. He died like a whimpering dog. That was number one. And then probably I Have a Dream was probably number two. And then number three would be, I don't know. Um, Do you like apples? <laughs> Kennedy's speech. No, I'm thinking more of like Biden's speech about corn pop. Corn oh, pop yeah. was bad, dude. <laughs> and we used to sharpen our razor blades. And then, and, 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 and that's when that I learned about the the roaches that would sit on my lap. <laughs> you can always sit on my lap. That's probably number three. I'm just saying. So I have a dream. Martin Luther King Jr. <clears throat> top top two speeches. Probably top speech. And being realistic, um, the dude was an icon of the 20th century. Obviously, um, led the civil rights movement into uncharted new territory and then he got blasted in the face for it by James Earl Ray Jones Jones allegedly <laughs> um, dude when you dig into the Martin Luther King Jr. assassination there is so much that is so close to the Kennedy assassination mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, damn. Yeah. If it wasn't the they same, they had a formula. If it wasn't exactly. the same dudes, it was some dudes that knew the dudes that knew the dudes. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like that. It's close, yeah. right? Yeah. They they had the paperwork. Oh, yes. That's like, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Let's do the same thing. 
And I never realized that. I mean, dude, it's crazy, man. Like, you got kids. Like, I wonder what it's going to be like. It would be actually interesting to talk to your kids about what they learn in school now because they're at the same school we went to. Mm -hmm. But it'd be interesting to hear how historical events that we know are like obviously a conspiracy Mm -hmm. not a conspiracy theory but a legitimate conspiracy to murder somebody like john kennedy or robert kennedy or martin luther king jr it would be interesting to talk to them and hear what is what the spin is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because dude you, you hear like all of these oh Oh, conspiracy theory. Oh, you're an election denier, nom denier. <laughs> oh, MAGA. Oh, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Right? Like, that's all you hear. And then you're like... <clears throat> it's immediately related to that. You're like, hey, immediately. wait. Yeah, you're like, hey, wait a minute. Um, did, Wasn't there, like, a coronavirus thing that happened, like, 2020? Yeah. Start out in, like, Wuhan, China. Yeah. Oh, now they're doing, like, a disease X that's the same thing but only a higher killer. Oh, no, no, there's no such thing as conspiracies. No, no, no. Nada. You guys are tinfoil hatters. Yeah, man. I mean, it just, it makes me wonder. Yeah. Like, you know, like in the future, let's say like 50 years in the future. Or maybe even 10. Even 10 years. Let's say 10 years from now because uh, there's a bunch of FBI classified files related to the Martin Luther King Jr., investigation that are supposed to be sounds familiar yes, that mm-hmm. are supposed to be um unclassified in 2027 guarantee that they will be reclassified yep. Yep. not gonna happen but you know let's say that at some point like those things actually get out in like 20 years or 50 years and we do find out that there was a conspiracy to kill this dude what then like how do you, how do you look back and like um save face to people that are you have to kill off, deniers you have to kill or, or you don't have to kill off or you just have to wait for these big generational yeah. gaps to where it gets so diluted you have to wait for them to die off before yeah, you start right. putting anything out then they can spin yeah. spin what they yeah. were doing and say oh but the, it was for the greater good and then all these yeah. people that or were, it was he was just a, whoever was in charge of that was rogue they went rogue yeah which now that henry kissinger is dead and he was like a main dude in the kennedy thing um it'll be interesting to see if like as those guys because that was 63 so we have 60 years now it'll be interesting if like the next five six years and all those guys are dead then oh now we can we can uh unclassify this i think it's a long game it's just going to be a long game. They just wait for generations mm-hmm. to go out, and then we'll put out, oh, this year we're going to put out some stuff, but then we can tweak it to be like, oh, yeah, well, this is why they did that, because so-and-so was actually bad. Yeah, Stalin was bad. Yeah. Like, or JFK was a bad guy. That's why we had to get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh. That or, makes sense. Or they'll drag it out until, you know, interest in it starts fading, and then they'll just shred everything. Yeah. And then like they did with MK. Yep. It burned it all. Oh, yep. Well, somebody Nobody seemed interested yeah. in this anymore, so we got rid of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It got it got shredded by accident. Yep. The file retention date came and went, so we got rid of yeah. it. Exactly. 
Well, and there will probably end up being like something like a Uvalde or something like that that will happen, you know, right when that retention date is up and then it'll be like, get rid of all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we got rid of it. Yeah, we put out a thing. Didn't you guys see it? Yeah. 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 It was on page 90 of the uh, New York Times. Yeah. Page 1052. (laughs) Yeah. Upside down, fine print, backwards. Um, So anyway... Martin Luther King Jr., interesting, just the turn of events that kind of led up to it and then after it. Um, it's, the, it's the agency, they're here, <laughs> shit. <laughs> In form of dog. They're here, they're trying to get us. That's the... Uh, trying to sniff our balls. The mice from the lab. Yeah, that's... Uh, Humanized mice. <laughs> Jake's got in his garage, <laughs> keeping him warm. Just down doing there. some trials, just okay, trial and error, testing just, some things, uh, testing uh, rock stars and liquid death on them. <laughs> you want to get out of here? <laughs> you want to go home, <laughs> boy? <laughs> that should be. We should make that movie like like we made Wildheart. We'll make that movie. It'll be like a version of Deliverance. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Steve Roller Steve. <laughs> we got some potential. Yeah. Yep. Let's get, we're basically Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> Sp- Steven Spielberg, basically. If they made it. <laughs> if they became one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The love child. We're the love child. We'll uh, have to get them both in the same room. You want to leave. <laughs> We're basically the love child of Roman Polanski, Darren Aronofsky, um, Steven, uh, Spielberg. St- Steven Spielberg, and Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Damon. <laughs> He's a director, right? I know. Probably. Know. Anyway. So, <clears throat> MLK Jr. got assassinated on April 4th, 1968, correct? Mm-hmm. He was in Memphis, Tennessee at the Lorraine <clears throat> Hotel. Yep. Motel. Yeah, Motel. Motel. Stepped out onto the balcony, was going to a soul food uh, event. They were there for, he was there to like back up the. Um, sanitation workers union that was trying to get started mm-hmm. um, and then stepped out onto the balcony was talking to some people that were in the parking lot there were some other people in the room that they were waiting on to come out he said something to the guys and then bam somebody heard a firecracker and he got shot in the face like right the right side of his cheek I think it was yeah like the lower on his jawline and then it went through his neck and then down into his shoulder and i think it i I can't remember what it clipped but it clipped one of the like the arteries arteries and probably in his neck yeah when it went down and it was found in his shoulder but anyway so he he ended up dying obviously and then um they find conveniently the gun with a rifle binoculars some beers, right? Beers. Some beers and a newspaper all inside of like a box that was in the bushes near another bed and breakfast. Or a, what do they call those places? A boarding house. A boarding house, yeah. So weird. Not saying that Lee Harvey Oswald 
stayed in a boarding house and went to a boarding house right after the shooting, right before the shooting of J.D. Tippett. But if he did, <laughs> he went to a boarding house. Yeah. So very similar. It's not seeming like the same oh, playbook at all. Yeah, no, no, no. no. This, this is totally not. Maga, maga, maga. Not an <laughs> Um, but anyway, so he, the, so the aftermath, he, he ends up dying and they find the things in the bushes. Then the hunt's on for James Earl Ray. They figure out who he is. His fingerprints are all over the, the gun naturally. Um, they realize that he had bought the gun in Alabama, I think prior to I think that, it was Alabama. Uh, like a year prior, or maybe it was months. I can't remember the exact timeline, but he had bought bought the gun. He was an escapee from prison, which that's what you normally do when you escape from prison. You uh, go find high profile, high profile people and follow them around <laughs> for easy. a year and then smoke them. Uh, no big deal. And then he leaves the country, ends up in the UK and then gets arrested trying to go to Amsterdam or Germany or something. He's trying to leave there and they, they flag his, uh, his alias name that he was using as being a wanted person from the Royal Canadian mounted police. And so a switched on, you know, chick that's checking people's tickets and passports goes, Oh, this guy's wanted. And boom, they find him. It's a, Old James Earl Ray, and then he Easy. comes comes back to the estates, pleads guilty to uh, killing Martin Luther King Jr., and then boom, goes to prison for the rest of his life. Dies in like '98 from complications of liver disease and kidney disease and kidney failure. So that's it in a nutshell. All right, that's all there is. Good up, folks. Okay, good night. And that's why you get the day off of work. <laughs> yep. Just in case you didn't know. So there is so much like to unpack within that that you probably have to spend a couple episodes on the things that were involved and leading up. But dude, it's so it's just so interesting that he's a target of CoIntelPro, not mm-hmm. CoIntelPro, CoIntelPro. He's a target of CoIntelPro. Um, every one of his houses and all of his motel rooms are being bugged by the FBI. Mm-hmm. They've got informants all around him. One of his inner circle yes, was is an, an informant. informant. Yes. Like the guy that was leaning over him in the picture. Yeah. That guy was a FBI informant. And Jesse Jackson was there as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not an informant. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, dude. Not looking up to the right. I'd be saying that. Um, but yeah, Jesse Jackson actually claimed that he did a bunch of stuff afterwards, cradled his head and all these things, and it was actually like not true. Yeah, weird. Like Brian Williams. Brian Williams, the anchor, news anchor. Yeah. What did he do? Remember he <laughs> he said he was in the Middle East and his helicopter was taking fire. Mm-hmm. And that's why he got fired from the news because he lied. I think because we were like, no, that didn't happen. Oh, I don't remember that. Killary talking about getting out of the helicopter under sniper fire, and yeah. they had to run into the yeah. bunker and shit. And these watch people a video are. of it. <laughs> yeah. Hello, these people are not liars, dude. <laughs> not at all. So. <clears throat> 
the whole assassination plot thing, <clears throat> first of all, like I always say, who had the motive to kill this dude? There was allegations that he had made a speech. Well, he did. He made a speech that was very anti-nom, very nom-denying. Um, Son of a bitch. I know, right? And that people claimed that that put him on the list because he sounded like he was, it was like a pro-Hanoi uh, propaganda piece that he was talking bad about the U.S. government, da 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 da. And I listened to some of it. I mean, it's like, it's your typical civil rights speech where he's talking about, hey, like a lot of the people that are going and fighting this war are young black men that are that the, the, the country doesn't really care about. Mm-hmm. And then we're over there, we're killing babies and burning them up and with napalm and white phosphorus, which is true. I mean, that stuff is happening, right? Like there's collateral. Well, if, Nom yeah, if, if Nam was Nam real, happened, there dude, was um, so you know. things that would potentially happen like that, collateral damage. I mean, it's not like the Phoenix program was real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they weren't going around just assassinating dudes. <laughs> uh, didn't happen. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Baker and Joe Rogan, didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Uh, but I don't personally think that the Nam speech was enough like th- to me that that would would that be enough to just go shoot a dude in the face i don't think so i think it was all about how big of a following he had yes. and with like paul mccartney and the beatles yep uh, like, he died too <clears throat> yeah paul is dead yep when we 66. talked about the uh um mk ultra stuff and like them infiltrating like the dissident groups and then destroying them that's mm-hmm. to me that's what it was yeah there was also some dudes that were really trying to push him to run for president mm. so part of me thinks that that could have been the motive right to keep him out of the white house because mm-hmm. let's say i mean I, I mean let's arguably in 1968 would you would you say not Cohen Doc Pro. Would you, Liquid Dick, say <laughs> <laughs> that he would be that he was at the height of his popularity? Yeah, I mean he was. You know, I mean he had been in the movement for 10, 15... I think they said that it was thir- thirteen years that he had been in the movement because when they did an autopsy, I think it was probably around fifteen or sixteen. So that does seem like. Kind of saw the rise of him and then yeah. that peak. So, yeah. Because they were saying when they did the autopsy, he was 39 years old. Mm. But he had the heart of a 60-year-old. Wow. Because of all the stress from the... From the I believe it. <laughs> yeah. He almost... You know, he almost... I didn't know that he had almost died once before. <laughs> it's Mike Baker. <laughs> hey, come on in here. Oh, uh, here's the thing. James Early. Just like... Yeah, <laughs> A helicopter. You guys want to smoke cigar? <laughs> you want my new special? Um, <clears throat> I didn't know that he had previously had an assassination attempt on him. Somebody had stabbed him, mm. and uh, it came super close to clipping his aortic heart uh, artery. And that the surgeon was telling him that, like, while he was healing, like, dude, you can't even sneeze. Or you're gonna blow out your aorta, like it's that bad. Like you're this, uh-huh. you're this close to death, which is pretty crazy. Um, 
so I, I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't know that, but either. I didn't also like, like I said, most of everything that I knew about MLK Jr. was all just from the basic, you know, history classes in high school, got my GED, <laughs> <laughs> went on to Harvard, easy, alma mater, no big deal. Um, it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's not a uh, humanized mouse. <laughs> Uh, but but for real, like you're. Oh, I know what he's after, dude. It's her. Her. Oh shit, Bav. Bavarian meats, the original. Hungry? Those are good. I have to pee really bad. Well, you can uh, here. I mom, just mom, emptied mom, this mom. out. <laughs> I just emptied this out. Go ahead and fill her out. Who's this guy? Ruins the cast. Uh, here, let's just pause for a second, folks, while Luke takes a urine break. Jesus Christ. Who's this guy? This guy. Hey, we're in the middle of <laughs> We I have, have to pee. Yeah. That's exactly why they call him Liquid Dick Luke. <laughs> <laughs> can't, hold it in. can't hold it in, dude. Call him baby bladder. Uh, check that. Check that Liquid D. How much, is, how much liquid there. is in there? Bro. Dude, feel that shit. <laughs> It's like it's like full. Oh, that's full. <laughs> this dude's got a bladder the size of an acorn. I gotta pee. <laughs> Baby bladder. Baby bladder Jeez. liquid dick. <laughs> BBLD. <laughs> that's his new nickname. We'll get him a shirt. Signing on. BBLD. Here we are. BBLD. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so. Yeah, all the stuff that I remember learning about MLK Jr. was very much more of just vanilla, more of the movement piece, of civil frosting. rights. And then, yeah, he was killed by this angry white guy. This one dude yeah. just decided to shoot him. And that's what they, I mean, that's what's been taught in school for. Since 1968. Yeah, forever. Yeah. There's, you don't 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 look into anything. It, it's fine. Don't look into it. Yeah, it's 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 wild to me that like in a especially in this era where there's like so much access to real like information, regardless if it's like you know fake news, Snopes, debunked, blah 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 blah. blah. Like, but the amount of information that is available now, you don't have to like go to the library and like look up books and look up. Uh, what was the the little papers microfish. microfish films like you don't have to do all that stuff now in order to look up well knowledge or information in just that era it was like JFK RFK MLK, Mar- MLK yep. Malcolm X like all those yep. guys it was all like in succession yeah it's like well that seems kind of weird yeah and and it's funny because when you go back and you can open them up if you want they're not the spicy ones the regulars mm-hmm. the regulars are super good they are good but you're exactly right so like it's always the people that were like in the in the movements that were high profile and those oh yeah jesus oh, Christ. that's good that is good fucking that sounds good i'll have one. <laughs> put loose meat on the table jesus christ man this is a professional studio environment here. Everything <laughs> red. Okay, Tommy Lee. Jeez. He wishes. <laughs> About seven inches short. <laughs> Let me 
Seven and a half. But yeah, very high profile people that got taken out. And the funny thing is, is the agency that was their bread and butter at the time was overthrowing governments through <laughs> assassinations and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of these coup, coup type of operations. And it's like, and that was, ha- that was happening here. No, 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 no. It was just, it was, it was yeah, this one. You dude. don't do that no, no, no. here. It was just, it was, it was it's Oswald, a, man. Lone nut. Yeah, it was Oswald. He was so crazy. He hated communists. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, so 63 Kennedy, 65 was Malcolm X, 68 was uh, MLK, and then 68 was RFK. Yeah, it was like... Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Do, 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 do. It's like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, so like that's just kind of the overview. I know that you had done a bunch of... Uh, you had a bunch of stuff on it, and I was just going to interject some, some things. I thought that it was... There's some stuff about James Earl Ray that is just so ironic yeah you know yeah um i watched a little kind of breakdown thing uh by this youtuber windagoon about like some of the weird shit behind the story behind the official story but official unofficial yep one of the first things that popped out because of all of the number shit that we always talk about on uh, April 3rd, 68, um, MLK gave his, um, been to the mountaintop speech Mm -hmm. at a Mason hall. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then he was shot on April 4th, 68. And if you add that up, it's 32. And he was shot in front of room 306. With a thirty out six in the face, wow. isn't that weird? Hmm. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so episode sixty three and god damn. Let's we see planned here. That. We planned it, folks. Let me get it's in the eighteenth. So in that um, uh, little breakdown video. It was kind of just from watching daytime TV when we were younger. Um, <laughs> like Maury Povich? <laughs> well, Judge Joe Brown. Oh. He was in that. had like a couple of things that he talked about that were pretty interesting. And so one of them. Joe Brown was in this? Mm-hmm. Judge Joe Brown? Yeah. Um, now, what were you wearing? Kind of talking about what the official story was and then what real findings were with the assassination. And one of those things was the gun itself. It was a Remington uh, 760 Game Master or something like that. Yeah, 30-06. And the uh, James Earl Ray's gun compared to the bullet that they found in um, Martin Luther King, the twist rate on the bullet was different from the twist rate on James Earl Ray's gun. Amateurs, dude. (laughs) For the people that may not know, like inside the barrel of a gun, 
there's grooves that are drilled in that twist the bullet. And so, um, you know, whatever length that is, you can measure that on the bullet when a bullet is fired out of that gun. And in the, the gun that uh, James Earl Ray had, there was an imperfection in that barrel that was not found on the bullet. So it, it had a different twi- twist rate and an imperfection that they couldn't see on the bullet. <clears throat> that means nothing, dude. Nom was not real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who cares about this evidence? It doesn't, yeah. It's not real. <laughs> the, this uh, evidence is not real, dude. The next thing that... And all of this stuff, like you guys, <clears throat> I just heard the regular story. Uh, James Earl Ray shot him. Yeah. Like, he he okay. hated black Case closed. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. And so from the uh, boarding house where he was you know, had his room, he was supposedly, you know, had a kind of sniper's nest from the bathroom to to the uh, motel and, you know, shot Martin Luther King in the face. But there was a tree that had a big branch that grew in front of the bathroom window. So there's no clear shot. But. But. (laughs) That night around four in the there morning, there was a storm. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Memphis police called this like sanitation people or parks people or whatever came in, had Pans. all the trees cut down in front of that were between the uh, boarding house and the motel in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, they called cams, common area maintenance. Okay. Get in here, cut okay. that shit down. So it was like. Well, that's kind of weird. Uh, we've got a gun that doesn't match the bullet, and now a where, clearing in the middle <laughs> of the night. That shot came from. You couldn't make it, but now you can. So, mm. like, that's that's pretty bizarre shit. Boarding house room five B. Boarding house room five. And he supposedly had the option. When he ch- when he checked in of taking room eight or room five B, mm-hmm. and he chose five B. Why? He didn't know. <laughs> Interesting. Because um, his informant said five B. <laughs> yeah, and so my notes are a little bit scattered here, but I'm just kind of going through the rest of that uh, official story part. Um, there's only one witness that put um, James Earl Ray at the scene, like running out of the building. Um, And that guy only came forward after there was a, like, reward put out for him. Mm. And it turns out that guy... Not not greedy. No. Had been arrested, like, 150 times for alcohol-related issues. Mm-hmm. And then good witness. Yeah, after they showed Reliable. him <laughs> after they showed him the picture of James Earl Ray, he was like, Oh no, that's not the guy. So <laughs> But you guys still got that money, right? Yeah. We got money. <laughs> and then um after the, the shooting there was multiple witnesses uh that saw smoke coming from below that bathroom window in the bushes. Yeah. And then saw somebody Grace. no dog. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> saw somebody in a white shirt get up and run around the backside of the building. Mm-hmm. So it was like... There was actually multiple witnesses during the uh, um, oh, civil civil lawsuit that came mm-hmm. out, came forward and said that they saw uh, dudes in the bushes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some, some said it was uh, one guy that kind of ran out in around the back of the building and then other people saw somebody come down the front from behind the bushes and climb down the wall and kind of blend into the crowd as the crowd was growing. And I was like, huh, that's pretty interesting yeah. stuff. Uh, Folks, we're all listening to your testimony. Redacted, redacted, yeah. redacted. And then, according to uh, James Earl Ray's brother, um, James Earl Ray told him that he was in the OSS. He was in the military, joined the military in 1948, was in Germany for a little bit, and then officially was discharged for ineptness yep. and uh, his lack of adaptability. In like 48, right? Yep. Yeah. So like less than a year. Um, but some of the stuff that he was telling his brother, like he, he told him he didn't really talk about it very often, but he said it was like the mafia. Once you're in it, you never really can get out of it. And that they would... Um, give him drugs and try to do stuff to his brain. Because mm. like, they, they for the way you're acting, they can find a usefulness for you. Like, oh, mm-hmm. he's, he lacks this, so let's... Yeah, yeah. you're not part of it, but hey, you're actually part of it. Since you do this, hey, can you do that? Mm-hmm. And kind of going back to that shot from the bathroom through that tree, I think they said it was like 80 yards. Um, in when In his time in the military... He was such a poor shot that he could barely hit the qualifications to to pass that uh, to carry well, a weapon or whatever. Familiar. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald, people, and no, no, no correlation there. Nope, none. Let's see here. According, there was uh, some follow-up interviews after he had gotten sentenced, went to prison. Um, he had, there were some interviews with uh, James Earl Ray where he said that he was involved with a man named Raul. I think, I think he said that this guy, it was a Cuban guy that was supposedly an arms dealer and he was trying to sell guns to Cubans that were living in the u.s and so like the whole reason that they were at that particular um boarding house is this raul guy said that he was going to be selling um like 200 of those uh remington rifles to these cubans at this place and what james earl ray's job was is he was going to be down on the bottom floor of that place in the little restaurant as the driver. So if shit went bad, he would be the the getaway driver. So leading up to that, this Raul guy told 
James Earl Ray, hey, you need to go buy this particular rifle. And he didn't know a whole lot about guns, so he go, went to gun store, bought that um, Remington, whatever it was, 760 or 780 yeah. uh, Game Master in the wrong caliber. You idiot! Yeah. You messed this up, man. You, he you brought it, it up, man. Brought it back. Hand me the Uzi. Yeah, showed uh, this Raoul guy, and he was like, "You need to get the thirty out six one." So he had to go take it back, and like, huh? Well, that's kind of weird. And then, you know, now he has a gun that matches the gun that they're going to use mm-hmm. for the assassination. Um, and let's see here. And so, yeah, he was instructed to rent that room for the purpose to, you know, sell these guns to Cubans. Like, mm, that's not sus. Cuban collection. Yeah. Definitely not sus. So I thought it was kind of weird, you know, listening to that stuff because with Oswald. In his fair play for Cuba stuff. Um, Agency and the Bay of Pigs. Yep. And uh, James Earl Ray, he, after uh, he was on the run, he had a phone number for a place in some, somebody in New Orleans. He Got didn't out. know who it was. So, like, Oswald had the, the same, New Orleans. A lot of the same connection. The there. Cubans. <laughs> and during that... Uh, kind of the lead up to the Kennedy assassination, there was the dude that they that was at the gun range that was going... Oh, yeah. And Telling everybody, oh, I'm Lee Harvey Oswald. I hate the president. Yeah. yeah. And the, wasn't it two guys that were there? There's him, and there was some fat dude that was kind of in that uh, storyline somewhere. Yeah. I, I thought it was Jack Ruby that was there. No. I can't, I can't remember. remember. But... There was also, in this story with James Earl Ray, there was the Cuban dude and then another fat guy. I was like, is this just like the same dudes? Just part two. Doing another operation. Mm -hmm. Um, It's already worked. Let's keep using it. Yeah, and then their backgrounds kind of similar with military um, both had been discharged. Uh, they both had the, the ties to Louisiana, Cubans, um, and uh, potentially OSS ties. And Kennedy got shot in the right side of the head, and Luther King got shot in the right side of the fa- face. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Yep. And then, so during that lead-up, like right. when he... Daddy. When James Earl Ray, this was another kind of tie-in to all the MK Ultra stuff, was um, I read an article in the LA Times. When he broke out of prison in Missouri, mm-hmm. he ended up in Southern California. Yep. At the same time that the Manson family was down there in 68. Mm-hmm. He left like six months before. <clears throat> he was in the- LA in January of 68 up until... April. Okay. And there was uh, witnesses there that were talking about, you know, meeting him and all this. And he had met with um, eight hypnotists 
trying to learn how to hypnotize people by looking at them. Uh, can you say Charles Manson? Yeah. That's like... Like what he was doing to yeah. uh, Danny Trejo and mm-hmm. those other guys. Like, that's weird. Yeah. It was just like... Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Baby bladder liquid dick. <laughs> that's your new nickname, BBLD. Yep. BBLD. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It was... At, you know, what we learn in school, just like with Kennedy, it's like you learn the official. This one guy did it. Mm. Carry on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at look into things a little bit deeper, you're like, what? Yeah. So he had a, so, um, sorry, MLK Jr. had a friend named William Pepper who was like in the movement as well. He lived in New York. He was a, I think he was an author or something like that. And uh, that guy thought that James Earl Ray actually killed him. And he was like, you know, I mean, it was MLK was his friend. Then he goes and interviews James Earl Ray in prison and leaves the interview and goes, that guy did not kill MLK Jr. Mm -hmm. And he becomes his attorney and starts trying to lead a uh, basically like a charge to get him a new trial in like 1993 <clears throat> he ends up becoming super good friends with james Earl ray to the point that he actually marries him in uh prison whoever he got married to but he did the uh, oh, marriage he didn't get married no to he didn't him. get married to him he married him <laughs> and then uh he was there when he died mm. um but yeah so william pepper was like became like one of the biggest advocates for uh, James Earl Ray saying that there was no way. In fact, uh, I think it was MLK Jr.'s son mm-hmm. and the family even came to his side and said, we believe him. He didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And um, there was, a, I didn't even know, but there was a civil trial. Yeah. I didn't know about that either. And that was, yeah, like blew my mind too. Yeah. The, the family put together a conspiracy civil trial and they were, asking like 10 million dollars or something like that or a hundred no no originally it was for 10 million dollars and then they said just because we want to prove it's not about the money we asked the jury this was in closing arguments their attorney said we asked the jury only award them 100 dollars to prove that this isn't about the money and the jury came back and awarded them the 100 dollars that it was a conspiracy by the government and that it was not uh, allegedly and that it wasn't uh, James Orway that, that mm-hmm. did the assassination, which I didn't and, know about that. That's yeah. crazy. And that trial ended the year after James Orway died. Yep. So it was like, oh, we can wash our hands yep. with this thing. Too now. little, too late. Yep. Um, the whole J- Were you done on your stuff, or did you have other things? I think that was the last thing I had was just the, um, the trial thing. The James Orway th- thing is so fascinating. Like his background... Um, like Luke was saying that he, you know, he's like, he gets out of the, he gets out of the uh, military in the, in 48, he's discharged and he becomes this like petty criminal, just like Charles Manson, Mm -hmm. same area. He's in like Missouri, Illinois, that area of the, I guess you would technically say that's the Midwest, even though it's more like not, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, Manson's in that same area, Indiana, Kentucky, you know doing some time in 
Nebraska and all that stuff, but and then ends up out west in prison in a federal institution. James Earl Ray ends up in a federal institution in Missouri, escapes. He's on the lam for a year, like you were saying, and then he ends up in all these super strange sus places that there's a bunch of agency connections to, including L.A. Mm-hmm. During the time that Manson and the family are there, pre-1969, uh, you know, summer of love that they initiated with all the murders. But that was around the time that Bobby Boussley, mm-hmm. right, was killed. Yeah. Uh, 68. Because it was a year before the one that happened up in Topanga Canyon or whatever it was. Um, so, but what I found super, super suspicious is this dude, he gets picked up after being the murderer. He gets picked up in London airport, gets brought back. How do you plead guilty, not guilty, not guilty. And then like three days later, he pleads guilty to all charges. And when they read it to him in the courtroom, it sounded like there was a malfunction with the microphone, but he was, he sounded like he was questioning it back. Like, Oh, guilty on all charges. Like not saying I'm guilty on all charges, but it was like, huh, guilty on all charges, you know, Mm -hmm. type of, you know, questioning. And then, so the judge says, yep, he's, he's, they take it as a plea. Then, he files a motion to re-file uh, his his guilty plea to not guilty, mm-hmm. and so all the people in the in the court community are like expecting that that judge would battles. I think his name was Judge Battles. Was like, yeah, we're gonna. He would obviously, you you know, if there's a if there's going to be a change in plea in the legal system, you're probably obligated as a judge to yes to oblige it, right? Mm-hmm. The day before he's going to sign that thing, or the day of, they find him dead of a heart attack. The judge. That's right. Wasn't it like three? Yeah. Three judges. Yep. That were all in that same situation, you know, with his, um, you know, whatever it is. I just forgot the name of it. Yeah. All died of, like, heart heart attacks. attacks. Yep. (laughs) Dude just up and died. Nothing just, to see here. Just boom. Yep. Just just checked out right there. So I thought that that was really weird. I was like, okay, yeah, that's definitely not normal. And then just the fact that he was able to acquire the guns and the weapons, which I get like 1968 versus 2023, you know, when it comes to IDs and, you know, all that, you know, it's, you're not going to be able to make fake IDs like you would be able to back then. But mm-hmm. the fact that he was able to fake ID passports and, you know, out of country, you know, Canadian documents, mm-hmm. to me, it was really weird. It's like, how does this regular ass criminal dude able to do that? Yeah. Some petty criminal that. Yeah. That was getting discharged from the military for being incompetent and got busted for everything he did. I mean, it's not like he got away with a bunch of stuff. Like he's just like Charles Manson. Like he literally every single time he tried a criminal escapade got busted. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking like, you know, some freaking like Gambino crime family. Like, Hey, but being them, they're going to catch us. Right. Like, it's not, you know, like these, these dudes got caught every single time. They got jammed up every single time. Mm -hmm. And he's no exception. He gets jammed up 
every time. But then he's able to make these really, really high speed passports and he's able to fly from the United States to London. And break out of prison. Yeah. And well, do you know the prison break? He he uh, pulled the whole John Dillinger escape on this first one. He hid in a bread truck mm-hmm. that was going from the prison bakery. And then jumped out. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. There was, uh, in that YouTube video, one of the cellmates he had, they found after he had escaped, found him dead. He uh, hanged Epstein. himself. Epstein himself. Mm-hmm. But both of his arms and both of his legs were broken. Ah, that's normal. <laughs> Probably broke on the fall. Yeah. yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But just the, the timing, the timing. Once again, if pre, uh, you know, post World War II veteran, forty eight getting discharged. We know that like early fifties is when like the MK was starting to kind of ramp up, and then you know ramped into the sixties. I mean, the very very precursors of MK were starting in the early fifties. What was it, fifty two that we talked about? I, I think, think so, somewhere around there. But um, you know, this dude is. Liter, you know, he's he's in all of the right places and all all the right times, mm-hmm. and then to be involved in an assassination plot in the '60s, just like Oswald, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and uh, it, it's kind of interesting that, like, he was in the military for, let's say, at the most a year because he went in in '48, was out in '48, but, you know, going through like the basic training and everything, they're kind of seeing what you're capable of and yeah. your cognitive function, all that kind of shit. And they knew, you know, he's not very smart. So let's send him to Germany where we're getting all of the the dudes from Paperclip yeah. to start that mm-hmm. MK program. Like, I wonder if that's, if they sit in there with kind of that in mind, like... What can you do with this guy? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's just a weird like I said, man. It's a such. I I didn't know like I said I didn't know a ton about. It. I knew that I thought it was super fishy. Just the you know like it's never just a lone gunman, a lone nut. The uh, the Malcolm X one's a really good one to cover too. That whole thing. Uh, I don't know anything about that one. Yeah, there was a bunch of weird like ins and outs, like a lot of, ins a lot and of and yeah, out. a lot of what have yous. <laughs> um, but you know, going back to you know specifically James Earl Ray, the boarding house connection, the Cuban connections. Um, you know, he even said, "I didn't know somebody was going to die." You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody was going to get killed. I mean, the dude was straight up, seemed like he was straight up a patsy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the gunshots coming from a different area. I, see, and I, had, I didn't know that they they were purporting that the, the gunshots were from the uh, bushes underneath the boarding house. I thought it was actually off to the side, which to me would make sense why he got shot in the right side of the face. Because when you look at, like, through the pictures of the bathroom window to the balcony unless mlk was looking off to his left he wouldn't have gotten if it was a straight on shot it wouldn't have been a a right side shot Mm -hmm. you know it would have been either straight on to his face or it would have been on like more of like a left side plane because of how the 
that little um, balcony was situated. Yeah, it kind of came and then did this. Yeah, it, it was like an L-shaped thing. But mm-hmm. so to me, everything that I had read or had heard that they were saying that they were coming from off to the side in the bushes. Mm-hmm. So to me, that would make if that was like basically your side of your face like that because he would have been over here mm-hmm. on a straight on plane so the whole thing is just super weird like you know the gun and uh yeah it's just there's the the connections just are so similar mm-hmm. and just kind of looking at the pictures and not really knowing too much about like where exactly he was when he got shot it did look like if that shot came from uh that bathroom window it would have been like a through the head kind of thing not like yeah. straight on kind of down the throat kind yeah of shot so I, I get what you're saying yeah and the other thing that was really sus is that you had the first trip that he made to memphis on like uh when he was doing stuff uh when it came to the the uh, the protests and all that stuff he was met at the airport by Memphis PD, all black male, uh, like security detail from Memphis PD. And they basically told him and his people, nothing's going to happen to you. There will be no violence while you're in Memphis PD. And so he had these plain clothes. They were in uh, suits, black, black dudes that were um, protecting him. That, that, that was his detail. Mm-hmm. Then the second time that he came back, it was a different detail. So there's allegations in this whole conspiracy theory that Memphis PD was involved, just like LAPD was involved with the Saran Saran and the uh, uh, RFK, Dallas. no, the RFK Jr. assassination, and then mm-hmm. Dallas PD being involved in the JFK. JFK. So it's super, mm-hmm. super weird that it's yeah. like... Wasn't it like the police like lieutenant or chief or something that they thought was somebody said it was the the lieutenant that was the shooter um don't know man it's it's a weird one like but for sure like you know just the finding all of the little sniper nest stuff like all happened to be right there his fingerprints all over it Mm -hmm. you know him renting the boarding room like the the way that they chose the assassination location you had the like if you're like a so you're like a trained um reconnaissance like a recce dude or or a sniper in the military like you're gonna like look at an area and you're gonna go where would be the most likely place that a sniper would go to and shoot from Right, and you're going to identify those locations, and then you're going to say where's the most likely place a sniper wouldn't shoot from, and then you're probably going to shoot from those locations, right? So like the 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 what I'm trying to say is like that scene in uh, Saving Private Ryan when they're getting ready to do the very end thing, and they're like talking to him, and he's like, "Hey, where would you want to be?" And he's like, "Up in that bell tower," right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's where the sniper would want to be, right? But then how do you get out? How do you exfil? Mm-hmm. you're stuck in a tower and that's exactly what happened to that dude the tank boom blew him up so the sniper's nest at the school book depository that 
window, which would be a perfect spot for a sniper to shoot from, but he didn't shoot when it was head on. He waited until the the caravan made the turn. Then he tried shooting him at an angle as he was going under a tree. But then the better sniper position at that point would be coming from the grassy knoll, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the same scenario where you have the sniper nest in the bed and breakfast Mm -hmm. looking straight on, but in the bushes, that's where it's actually coming from. So it's almost like these, like you were saying earlier, these dudes either knew the playbook or it was the exact same playbook and the same crew of dudes. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it would be the same crew of dudes, man, because I think that those guys got, like I said in the JFK series, those guys got epstein way long before that. They had the notes. Yeah. Well, but I guarantee you that the planners... Yeah. It probably wasn't the same shooters, but you had the same planners that were probably involved. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's and, all the And the same planners had. could be that fat dude and the um, Cuban dude. That were yeah. Raul. Yeah. Yeah. But... It's a weird one, dude. I, I, I do not buy it. I don't buy the official narrative. Nope. I think that James Earl Ray was total patsy. Probably involved in the whole MK Ultra stuff. And mm-hmm. Anyway, that was okay. a pretty good one. You guys got anything else? It's a snag. Situation normal. All good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> like you heard it there, folks. It's a snag. Situation normal. All good. All good. Later. Cheers. Yeah.